What's up, Internet? Welcome back to another episode of Magical Boys. It is I, one half of your Magical Boy duo, DJ Kirkland, and I am joined by... Me, Ruben Medina. The severance, you should be fucking paying your employees at Telltale Games. Ooh! Oh. I ain't even... With, I ain't even heat. I'm gonna go come right into heat. it. Come fucking with the heat already. Fuck this shit. Come, this is bullshit. So let's... You know what? It's Telltale Games can suck a fuck. They can quote <laughs> on the dark out. They can suck a fuck. Fuck y'all. I'm sorry everyone lost their jobs. The people running that place suck my fucking dick. Fuck you. Oh, I'm so angry. Anyway, yeah. DJ, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm good. Oh, she is feisty. Ooh, I like girl, a feisty Ruben. Girl, I am one drunk and nasty. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is, this is the late... tuning in... Late, late night. night. This is magical girls. <laughs> F- fine. Magical days, magical whatevers. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. But this is a magical boy's late night because DJ got home from work. Uh, normal time, his time, but my time, it's like 1030. And I'm old and I stay up late, but I don't work late usually. You have got to stop. We are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I keep saying it and you get upset every time. So here's I the do. Thing. Here's the thing. So, with us what? recording so late, I was like, for once, I don't have, like, extra work I'm doing after work, so let me make dinner with my beautiful yeah. fiancé. So, yeah, we made, like, so this beautiful. really good, like, we got these, like, really dope jalapeno sausages that we Ooh. did in, like, a like a onion and green pepper, like, sauté. And then I made some cauliflower mash, so it was, like, mashed potatoes with cauliflower, I and I put some, like, heavy whipping mash. cream in it, oh, and some garlic, and some, some uh, light cream cheese in there. I made it all, like, oh. nice and, like, smooth. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna fucking take this time to make dinner and not get wine. And then when I got the wine, I'm like, I'm gonna not do this and not get wine drunk and not work <laughs> from home tomorrow. Hell so here yeah. we are. With Fuck my glass yes. of red. Yeah. Where, got my pink shirt and my red glass. Mm, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is really feeling her fantasy this evening and I oh. love it. My final fantasy. I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, so tell me everything, like, other than your delicious dinner that you made. Oh, it was what so are you, good. What are you playing? What are you watching? Tell what me am I all playing? What am I watching? What am I playing? Uh, I'm still in that Destiny hole. It is like a K-hole. Um, mm-hmm. It's a D-hole, which is like a dick hole, but different. Um, I'm <laughs> I am deeply sounding Destiny. That's <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> yes. I am deep in the D-hole. Um... Yeah, I tried, like, I played, a, like, maybe an hour of Spider-Man, and then I was like, oh, cool, there's more stuff to do in Destiny. This, the Forsaken update is so fucking good. Like, I mean, obviously, I think I think Destiny is the type of game where it's like, if you're not into it already, you're probably not going to be into it. Also, you're right. going to be so behind, but fuck me, the new content is so good. It's changing constantly. Like, I logged in today, and one of the entire, like, overworld areas is different. There's, like, a... There's a, a, a Taken, which is a sort of, like, dark ooze that is, like, uh, spreading. It's mm-hmm. actually spreading in the world, like, in the game. Like, it oh, is shit. worse this week than it was last week. Yeah. And there's, like, a new dungeon opened up all of a sudden. Like, there's just really cool shit happening week to week right now, mm-hmm. which hasn't really been a thing in Destiny before. And yeah. it's really cool because that shit they don't, like, tell you about. It's like, oh, the weekly update hits on Tuesday, and then suddenly there's just new shit that everyone in the community is finding. And it's really cool. Really well done. Um, so I've been playing that. 
been playing Sailor Moon drops because that like uh, Uranus and Neptune fucking event. I yeah, I saw that and I'm like, oh, is it both of them as it is, one character? It is both of them as one character. It is this beautiful like couple, gay couple, beautiful God, moment. I love them. They have a good special. It's just, it, it's like, uh, they usually create like a prism or two of the color change ones that are hard to mm-hmm. do. Um, they're very good. That event, though, is hard. Like, yeah, every level it. is hard. And it ends like October 1st. So I'm like really grinding. Yeah. So, like, if you want to get these space lesbians together, yes. you got to work for it. If you want these spesbians, get in there. <laughs> um,. And then, was I playing? No, I haven't really been playing anything else. I thought about downloading. I looked at it, and then I forgot, because I'm a messy bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Final Fantasy... The Final Fantasy Decidia The Final Fanny? The Final Fanny. If you're mm-hmm. uh, in the UK, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Fanny's very different there. Um, the Final Fantasy uh, uh, iPhone game, that's a Dissidia game, not Brave Exvius or whatever. But yes, it's, um, yes, yes, yes. Like the chibi Dissidia game. Overt Orgasm, whatever it is. It's sure, whatever. <laughs> Final. No, I need to find the real name because it's not that. It's two O's. I know that much. But I think Overt Orgasm is pretty good. Um, yeah, it's good. It is Opera Omnia. Anyway, it says Dissidia Final Fantasy Japan. OO. So. Um, Decidia oh Decidia oh uh, I thought about downloading it I forgot to so I'm probably gonna download it so we can play it because it's a gacha game but it's all Final Fantasy characters oh like fuck my shit. me yeah I'm downloading yes. it right now yes I'm like very excited about that um, and you know what you know what and you know what it's gonna look really good on our big dick phones that we got our big dick fo- we'll talk about that in a second what we did to get big <laughs> dick phones um, and then I'm watching uh, oh I watched some of the so uh, 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 an anime series I talked about a while back when it aired, so like three months ago, um, Hisone to Masatan, uh, which is, uh, I called it Dragon 4, because it's kind of that. It's a really, mm-hmm. really, really, really good series about um, women piloting dragons in like the Japanese Air Force. It sounds weird, but it's like, it's a really, really good, really sweet, really genuine, really beautifully animated really that beautifully is on netflix now and it's, it's on dope. netflix mm-hmm. and it's, it's dubbed called, it's like, called Dra- dragon pilot dragon pilot yeah it's called dragon pilot and the dub is good mm-hmm. like i watched the first couple episodes and the dub is good so if you are like i want to do other stuff but also watch anime Which that dub is, is good and yeah. that series is good that series is like i'm excited really heartfelt really emotional really sweet the premise sounds weird as fuck but it's so it's one of my favorite uh seasons or one of my favorite uh series from the year it's so good so i've been watching that i'm all cut up on the good place um oh i haven't talked about this uh i haven't watched episode three which aired saturday but flcl alternative mm-hmm. really good i was like so that, so about can progressive I, can i watch, can you watch it? that online anywhere on adult Swim? i don't Adult Swim might have some or all of it. Like, okay, they should have some of it, right? Um, Progressive is done. Progressive was six episodes, and Progressive, I think. So, the way they handled what the fuck? Sorry, that limited edition PlayStation is up at Dell for some reason. Dell has stock. Anyway, I'm not going to buy it because it's I don't need to spend five hundred bucks on nothing. But it just hit my Twitter feed, <laughs> and I was like, I want that blue, but I don't. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of money. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it, I want it too, but it's yeah, waste of money. 
As you just like Dell.com. Um, yeah, like Dell.com. <laughs> just typing away. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, so backstory on the FLCL stuff. So when they decided to make new FLCL content, they basically actually split their team into two teams. One of them did uh, progressive. One did alternative. And they were given actually direction from original FLCL staff to be like, hey, don't make FLCL. Like, make your own thing. Take the spirit of FLCL but, like, do your own shit. Um, and they purposely got, like, a really young staff. Because when FLCL was made, it was a fairly youthful staff that made it. And they felt like that yeah. was really important to the creation of that series. So, I would say um, Progressive isn't bad. But Progressive hues very close to original FLCL. And I think it misses the mark of what made original FLCL so good. Uh, Progressive is, like, really zany really like kind of crazy there's like really mm-hmm. cool like animation moments in it but i felt like it was missing a lot of of the heart and yeah. like the growing up stuff of flcl whereas thus far the two episodes of alternative i've watched the entire cast is girls it's all high school girls nice and it almost plays like a slice of life series that okay. happens to I like, have I like weird ass FLCL Haruko shit happening in it, mm-hmm. um, and it's a cool opposite because the main character, like in FLCL, the main character was like, "I want to be a grown up now," and the main character in this, there's sort of a like hesitancy. Like even though Nalta in the original series was like grown ups are stupid, he still wanted to be treated like an adult, um, yeah. and it was always like kind of chasing that. And, and coming of age. And this, it's like a 17-year-old high school girl. And there is a sort of, like, trying to, like, stave off adulthood. Like, I don't want to be an yeah. adult yet. I don't want all right. that pressure. And it's a cool juxtaposition of it. Um, it's just a cool... It's I like it a lot so far. I think it's doing a better job of taking what I thought was important about FLCL mm-hmm. and making a new thing out of it. Um, and it's not really, it's pretty standalone. You don't have to really know anything about original FLCL to get it. That's good. Um, because from what I looked at from, uh, progressive, I was like, this doesn't look as good as the original series. Progressive doesn't like progressive doesn't. And it has a couple scenes that look really good. Bahi JD did some animation in like episode five or six. That's gorgeous. Um, the way Progressive opens is fucking great. Like, it has a really, really nice opening that is gorgeous and very, very FLCL. Um, but I just feel like it never... The main character in it is a girl, but then the it focuses a lot on a male character as well, and then kind of focuses mm-hmm. on this ensemble that's not that interesting. And the yeah. threads about them that are interesting, it never really follows up on. Um, yeah. So it's it's worth watching. I just didn't fall in love with it. But so yeah. far, so far, alternative is like real good. So if you have Adult Swim, that's like Saturdays, either eleven thirty or midnight. Mm-hmm. Definitely check yeah. it out. And if you, I know the first episode's online to watch. Um, yeah. Episode two might be somewhere as well. But it's very good. Yeah, and I'm that's one of the, the, what I'm watching. Yeah, I'm one of the few morons that still has cable. So I'm. I'll probably see because I am an idiot and have cable still to. Um, see if I can watch it by like logging in with my information or something. 
I don't know how long I'll keep it, but I was testing out like DirecTV Now in Hulu Live TV, mm-hmm. and I did direct. I rated DirecTV Now for like a, mo- a couple months, and it was fine. So I swapped over Hulu Hulu Live TV. I don't know if I'm going to keep it because like forty bucks a month isn't super cheap. Yeah, but Hulu Live TV is so good. It's like all yeah. nice UI features of Hulu, but also I can record like it has a DVR built in, like a cloud DVR. Yeah. So I just told it I was like, "Yo, I like FLCL," and now it just records it when it comes on. Nice. It's yeah, not to worry I'm thinking about, it. about. I'm thinking about just like cutting cable and just paying for internet, and then just doing like a Hulu TV or something like that. So Hulu has a Switch app as well. That's true. They do. Yeah. So it's it's like the only thing for TV that has a Switch app. So and sure. again, the DVR is cloud DVR. So if you have recorded anything to it. Like from live TV, you can watch it on your Switch, which is fucking that's, dope. That's a really good incentive to do that. Um, and I was thinking to myself when you're like, yeah, it's a new staff that's working on alternative and progressive. And because like they were fairly young back then, I'm like, FLCL isn't that old. And then I just uh, looked up the Wikipedia and it debuted April 26th of 2000. I was in it's- high school. I, FLCL, I was a freshman. Yeah, we were. We, yeah, we were in high school. Yeah, we were freshmen in high school. I was a freshman. That was eighteen years ago. I was. Uh, it's one of the first animes to be done digital. Yep. Yep. Like it's one of the first ones to be. I mean, it's still still hand drawn, but hand drawn digital. And it and it, and it looks good. It, it looks that's really part good. of the reason why it looked so amazing when it came out too, because of how crisp it was. Yeah. Um, but it is old enough that it's still in. It's not sixteen by nine. It's not widescreen. Yep. It's like four what is it, four by ten? What are the fuck like it's, normal old TV was? Eight? Whatever. Whatever four, the yeah. standard definition was, whatever. But yeah, um that's Wow. Um <laughs> Yeah, if that'll make you feel old that someone was born April twenty sixth of two thousand, they are definitely uh, four by years three. Old. Four by three is the old T V ratio. There you go. Because I have the FLC uh, FLCL Blu ray and it has like the big bars on the sides. Uh if you if you have not watched flcl somehow i'm just gonna say like it is um i would mention it in the same breath as neon genesis evangelion yep uh cowboy bebop yeah slightly lesser extent trigun mm-hmm. uh samurai shampoo like it is one of those hyper formative beautiful i also watched it as a teenager right when i think is the exact right time to watch it because so much of it is about like it Being is a teenager it is wild and zany and robots and fights and crazy shit, but that show is about coming of age. It is about growing up, and it is about like how hard it is to figure out who you are and who you want to be and how to establish your own identity when you right. feel like everybody wants you to be something else. Um, yeah, and it is beautiful. I fucking so love good. that series. It's beautiful. It's it is it is something very very special. And when you talk about curating something really special when it comes to anime, when you, when I think of showing somebody, I'm thinking of my fiance who doesn't go out and seek anime. Like he wouldn't mm-hmm. go out and seek to watch anime on his own. If it wasn't for me, he wouldn't have watched half of the stuff that he's seen now. FLCL is on the list and I have it on Blu-ray. So that's something that I do want to show him at some point. Because, again, it's pretty easy to get through it because it's only, what, nine episodes? It's six, so it's six, three hours. Yeah. Not even yeah, three hours of content. Yeah, it's around. And 
every episode is so dense and so good, and mm-hmm. the ending is really good. It's just everyone's so like. Good. I think I remember watching it when I was really young the first time through and being like, this is wild and I don't know how to parse it. Right. And then as an adult being like, oh, this is like, this is actually very, I think storytelling wise, it is crazy. It is high energy, but it's mm-hmm. very simple. Also, if you like a lot of modern anime, so many people from Trigger worked on FLCL. Worked like Amaishi worked yeah. on FLCL. Like it's an old mm-hmm. Gainax property, right? So like FLCL worked as a precursor in a lot of stylistic ways to Dead Leaves, which Amaishi directed, and so Girl Gone with Amaishi directed. So um, good. And then Kill a Kill and like all trigger properties moving forward. Um, it is like the the good group out of Gainax that basically left to make Trigger is a lot of yeah. those people. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Anyway. Oh, you know, and the other thing I am watching... So after uh, after having some, I, I was like laid out from like Thursday to like sort of, I'm sort of better today, but not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, I have sciatica, so my back sometimes like freaks the fuck out. Oh, baby. Um, real bad. Like I literally felt fine. I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, well, my back hasn't had any problems lately. And I was sitting on my couch playing Destiny and I got up to go to bed and my back was just like, nope, no, I'm sorry. Just a mess. So I spent the weekend like self-medicating with like whiskey and ibuprofen and like soaking in Epsom salt baths and trying to get better. <laughs> um, so me doing, I had mentioned on Twitter a while back, me doing a hunter biker, uh, <clears throat> which is where I, to get in shape, especially like long term, but especially like for my wedding coming up at the end of October. Mm. Um, I know. I'm so excited. Uh, I know. Uh, so it's I ride I have a stationary bicycle in my walk-in closet. So I go in there, I put up my iPad on it, and then I watch Hunter Hunter while riding my bicycle. I have to watch at least two episodes and ride my bike the entire time, um, at least three times a week. So it's a good mm-hmm. way for me to get in shape and also watch through a series that I know people have recommended to me like multiple times. It is very good. I need to get back into watching it. I watching the the show there. I'm like no episode has been bad. I mean, it's Madhouse is doing it, and it looks good. It consistently looks good. It's and I will say, I watched episodes one and two a while back, and I was like, "This is okay, all right." It's a shonen, sure. And then, uh, so I got on the bike and I watched episodes three and four, and um, I'm tweeting about it. So I have like a moment on Twitter that's it's going to be all collected in that. So there's a whole thread for it. DJ showed me how to make moments because I'm bad at social media sometimes. And uh, and the way I'm going to do it is is uh, every time, ideally again, at least three times a week, um, I'm going to post uh, what episodes I watched. Um, I usually do a weigh in, so I put that there as well. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll do a weigh in every time because like I don't need to do a weigh in three times a week, but maybe once no, a week. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Every time Definitely that's like not. bad juju. It, uh. It's bad, and it's like super like not good for your mental health to like constantly oh. weighing yourself and looking at the scale because fuck that and it fluctuates based on water or like mm-hmm. dj okay this is like maybe tmi for the podcast but i'm gonna get into it when you texted me be like i'm ready i'm home i was like i am taking a shit for the first time in like three or four days <laughs> because i had it's it in so good. long yeah. and i was like so i was like so worried i was like this isn't me usually i'm very regular and so i was like maybe <laughs> Maybe my back hurts because I'm full of shit. <laughs> and like when I w- and like when I weighed in, I was like, "Oh, this is like two pounds more than I tend to be." Maybe because I haven't 
taking, taking a shit, a shit. In four days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again on my Twitter, supposedly FLCL has a t- tie-in with Wendy's in Japan. Anyway, I anyway, I didn't even know Wendy's was over there. Wait, stop. <laughs> Just want to say, I fucking love Wendy's. That's all. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm start now. Uh, if you want to go get a good burger, you go to Wendy's. Go to Wendy's. Go to Checkers or Rallies, based on where you are. I would say go to In and Out, but they've donated a lot of Republican money, so like, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Wendy's is just a good burger. It it really is. It's a good cheap burger, and mm-hmm. I, I think Checkers is also like a big Buford. If you, okay, oh my Here's, god! If so, you want like a, <laughs> please tell me, go, please. No, no. So I like <laughs> when I think of my Atlanta experience, I think of being twenty five, uh-huh. messy, uh-huh. depressed, very skinny, very, very skinny. I at that point I thought I was like, oh, I'm like. Not that, but because I have body dysmorphia, so like I thought different things, and I'm like, I look at myself at 25, and I'm like, I wish I had that body again. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. But all I same, remember though, from Atlanta same. is what I remember the most from Atlanta is with me and my friend, my friend Joshi, we would go out to the gay bars in Midtown and in East Atlanta, and then we would go to the Checkers in in Midtown because I lived. Yes, right next yes, door I to Scott exactly Atlanta. What is. I yes. live right next door to Scott Atlanta, so that was like five minutes from my apartment, and just like getting the biggest, fattest burger that I could, and Ugh. it's got it's so good. One of the most Atlanta things I've ever done is my friend was back in town. We went to college together. He was back in town yeah. visiting for mm-hmm. like a friend's. I don't know if it's a wedding or what. Yeah, and it was like one a.m. Mm-hmm. And we were... I said that fucking Capricio. You're getting wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so drunk because this shit is 13%. <laughs> oh my god. Capricio. Shout out. Yo, if if we shout can get a sponsor, can you please get Capricio? <laughs> can Capricio we Sangria. Capricio? <laughs> the four loco of The four loco of sangrias. Oh, um, so good. And so it's so good. No, but I'm like... I'm going to fucking at... If they have social media, I'll be like, yo, we talked about you on our podcast. Can you please send me a case? I have a wedding. <laughs> yes, please send please. me enough <laughs> for the yeah, wedding. Please, please. I'm going to ruin my whole wedding. Um, <laughs> so it was like midnight, one o'clock. And he was like, we were like, I think at Art Center Tower area. Yep. And he was like, you want to go to Cheetah? And I was like, it's so late. Cheetah's going to close like in an hour or two. He's like, I got you. I'll pay for everybody. Because he has like rich parents in Miami. And I was like, sure, we'll go to Cheetah. So we go to Cheetah. It's just a strip club. It's like a it's like a fancier strip club in Atlanta. It gets dropped. Oh, yeah. uh, it gets name dropped in rap songs a lot. Um, we go to Cheetah, and it's like whatever. Strip clubs are fine. I don't really suit, mm-hmm. like. He bought me a lap dance. Like, you you never had a lap dance before, and I was like no. And he bought me one, and it was very awkward because I just talked to the girl the whole time. I was like, "How are you? Right. How are you doing? What's yeah, what are your, your hopes and dreams? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Tell me what your life. what's your aspiration." Yeah. Um. And on the way back, we walked to that Checkers in Midtown that's on that corner mm-hmm. and waited for, like, way too long. Way too long, yeah. Get a large fry, because Checkers has the best fries of any fast food Their fries place. are so good! Don't at me. And a Big Buford, because Big Buford is like... Okay, so if you go to Wendy's, Wendy's is, like, getting, like, like a nice gentleman caller comes to your door to, like, ask your father if he, you know, he can take you to the dance. 
and then you guys have like a clandestine sex and don't sell anyone and the and, big yeah, beef is just and, like i'm here yeah. to fuck you <laughs> yeah like in my mind i i think of like a wendy's burger as like like a thick corn-fed boy from the south yes. who, who like loves his mama and just wants to do right by his family, you know, has a complicated relationship with his dad. He's going to love you good, but he's going to be so considerate and yeah. so gentle and take it so slow. And it's up to you. And he's just so thick and big. And yes. that's what I think about. Whereas a big Buford's like, big boy season's here. I'm a fuck you. <laughs> that's that burger. That burger. <laughs> it really That is. burger goes in. And it it's like, really, oh, oh I also bought... I also brought my friends the best French fries in the world. And then I also brought a fucking thick ass milkshake. Uh oh, you got a fucking fast food train being run on you. And you And guess it. what? We're going to ruin your credit. And that's and basically gonna, what happens. It's <laughs> going to ruin your credit. Yeah. You're going to put all of this checkers on your credit card and then be in debt for years. Like mm-hmm. it's fucking student loan. Um, <laughs> checkers is so good. Anyway, it's I'm so hungry good. now. This is what happens when I'm drunk. Anyway, <laughs> um, so. Hunter Hunter. Anyway. <laughs> uh, very what a good. tangent. Episode th- what a tangent. Episode th- what a tangent. What a beautiful tangent. Uh, checkers, rallies, at us, sponsorship. Um, love that. Love that burgers at uh, Checkers. Uh, that's a Popeye slogan. <laughs> <laughs> love that checking at Popeye's, uh, which is also very good. Shout out uh, to Popeye's. Shout out to Popeye's. Oh, man. Cajun. Mm, fuck you, KFC. Mm, mm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Hunter Hunter though is it's good. I'm surprised. It's like very old school shonen, but mm-hmm. very charming so far. It's also it's really good. It, it's consistently good. I have Ahsoka, not seen a bad the fucking, of Hunter Hunter. That nasty clown boy is terrifying already. Oh, Hisoka? Yeah, get in to her. You I see, stand. <laughs> you see them on screen like in a background shot for a second the next time you see them they're disintegrating a man's arms yeah hazoka's just like oh you bumped into me did you bump into me and not say anything your arms are flower petals now hisoka is a non-binary icon i stand is hisoka non-binary that's what i i'm 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 putting that out in the world okay I'm going to use they because Hisoka yeah. looks very, I would say, androgynous. Yeah. Hisoka looks like a JoJo character. Mm-hmm. And I love them. Yeah. They're but I've heard they're a terrible person. Oh. <laughs> I've heard that yes. shit. So, like, Hunter Hunter is like, oh, this this child is 12 years old and he loves fish and he's so cute. And here's these other kids. And I've heard that Hunter Hunter gets, like, fucking nasty dark. It It, it does. It's good. It is so good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited for you to watch Hunter Hunter. It's very good. Well, I'm excited to lose so much weight and enjoy all of this anime. And I'm and you're talking about losing all this weight, and I'm like over here like, bitch, where? Uh I'm a dense boy. I'm like 192 pounds. Yes, I've I've seen you in very minimal clothing. I've seen you in just your underwear. Well, it's good. I, but okay, I, here's, but, okay. But, no, no, no. Here's, but like, okay, okay. But I get it. Okay. But I get it. But I get no, it. No, but I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Everybody has their thing. It's good. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I am, I am like just maybe 20 pounds above where I want to be. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. But it That's certainly fine. does come from probably 
bad things and probably some body dysmorphia. <laughs> but I just want to be real fucking thoughty and thirsty. And I guess I'm already there. I'm already there in some ways. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In some ways. But for me, my personal, I want to, I want to like look at myself and be like, "Mm, I got to fuck myself. Like I want to be, that's what I want to be at. So I appreciate other people being thirsty. I appreciate that personal goal. And I, and I, and I echo that sentiment for myself. But I will, I will try to believe, I'll try to believe in the thirsty that believes in me. To paraphrase Gurren Lagann. Believe in the thirsty that believes in you. Ugh. Ugh. Gurren Lagann. Kamina. Kamina, what an icon. Oh, God. I'm okay. I'm not going to lie. Believe in the me that believes in you is legit it's real. inspiring. It's, it's is very legit. inspiring. Believe <laughs> it's in good. the me that believes in you and kick reasons to the curb are both very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. That show is good. It's problematic in some ways, but it's good. And also, the, the meme that I saw that says, Sailor Moon says, fuck the police, a mood. Oh, my God. You know I that love, image I'm talking the, about. I love Sailor Moon just being like, you a cop. <laughs> yeah. I have to send you this card capture soccer one that I found. It's everything. <laughs> you, a, you a fed. Please leave. <laughs> yeah. What does it say? Hold on. I saved it. Uh, this is the episode where you don't talk about anything because I'm too drunk and you're on the way. <laughs> it's fine. So I have this one. I'm going to send it to you right now. It's, oh, it's, it's an image from the original card capture soccer again, which is perfect. And it mm-hmm. says, all cops are bastards, especially whatever dumb bastard cop you're related to. <laughs> and it's just, like, a beautiful piece of, like, stock art from Cardcaptor Sakura. And I'm like, this... Can this be a mood board for my entire life? It's so good. I'm testing it to you right now. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. It's... In, a, in a very rare moment of tempered... Tempered me. Tempered Ruben. Mm-hmm. DJ, are you there? Because I lost video. Uh oh, there you Wait, are. You're well, back. Yeah, you know it's okay. Time. You're fine. I know I lost video for a second, but now you're back and it's okay. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, but we'll keep it. Um, yeah. Uh, in a very tempered moment for me, which is not how I tend to go. Oh my god! It just showed up on my Apple Watch, and it's funnier on my Apple Watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, all I can see is bastards and like a fucking gay ass rainbow fonts. Yeah. Um, listen, guys, when we say all cops are bad, we sort of mean it. What it means, though, is like, sure, there are some cops out there that are generally good people who are trying mm-hmm. to do their job and yeah. trying to help. But uh, uh, cops in most authoritarian groups uh, who have power at a large scale are constructs and in in the employ of a highly patriarchal and racist and um, in many cases at this point, white supremacist power dynamics Mm -hmm. and that's what they trickle down to us so i know there's a good yes fun fact um i I have i have a friend that is a retired cop and great person queer lovely has a huge ass great muscles love them to pieces hot cops and Mm. and yeah no and he looked really good in that uniform but you know what oh for sure but you know what the um you know like Jim Crow is still very much alive today. Oh, in yes. ways that you don't think that that you know that it is because yes. racism doesn't look like the way that it used to many, 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 many years ago. But that's a conversation for another day. Let's talk about more video games and anime. Oh my god, guys, we got so real about real world things. We really, we really <laughs> did. Um, do you want to talk about this two hundred dollar Genji sword? Uh, so I saw that briefly, and I was like, damn. 
if Put I your ass. was an idiot, if <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that Genji sword, and I was just like. Someone in my finally ass. mailed. A, somebody <laughs> made a dildo for me. <laughs> Why got techie okay, no, in my butthole? <laughs> yeah, give me those techies. Yeah, please put those brothers in my butt. Um, it, I mean, it's it's, it's rad. legit. It's legit. It also, mm-hmm. I I almost wish it didn't say shit, right? Because it was like, oh, it makes like sounds. I'm like, I don't want no. I don't, I don't want it to that. make sound. I just want it to glow and put it in my ass. That's I it. want it to glow. I want it to put in my ass. I want to be able to like cut a watermelon, and the watermelon doesn't move until I sheath it, and then the watermelon splits in half. Like I want that like real. And then ninja someone shit. comes out of the room that's like, "Oh my god, it's Jason Bourne." Yeah, I want to put it in my <laughs> butt, and my butt not know it until I like turn the blade, and then my butt splits in half. Like I want it to be a real. <laughs> Like, so perfectly honed and sharp, I don't even know what's there. This is the best episode of our show. Wagateki, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but in other it's news... $200 of... It is, it is $200 of Genji. Okay, but I know I could also, like, go to the bank and get, like, $200 in fives and also make a thick thing to shove up my butt as well, so... Truly. Yeah. Hey, the banks are crooked. Might as well keep it in your butt. Or what I like to call nature's pocket. Nature's pocket. My my own kangaroo pocket. It's true. We are not marsupials, but we do have pockets. Yeah, we do have pockets. It's your butt. My butt pocket. <laughs> my pocket. My bolly pocket. <laughs> no, bolly bucket. <laughs> wow oh my god this is literally the best episode of our show uh i messed myself up with that one that's oh my god that's amazing (laughs) fucking bolly bucket so nasty bolly bolly bucket oh my god (laughs) Uh, oh my god so in other she runs a barber shop in there it's amazing it's amazing it's a hairdresser oh my god in other news let's move on (laughs) um so there's a new pokemon that was revealed in pokemon go ahead of the release in pokemon let's go got that pokemon nut (laughs) it has a nut for head let's not even play it it it, it is like a nut like the 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 tool the piece it is like a like like you put on a bolt yeah with a washer that that's when you're making your ikea furniture Mm -hmm. it's a nut with an eye in it on top of like a little like amorphous uh like a haribo gummy bear body without the head Mm -hmm. it's true so um it's been cool to see all of this stuff for pokemon go not go but pokemon let's go rather yes um be released slowly but surely at the time like every couple of months leading up to its release because we're not that far off from that game being out. What is so funny? I just, I was thinking about Bolly Bucket again. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. I always feel like a dick when I'm like, I'm laughing at my own jokes. No, it, it's fine. Oh, uh, please, please go ahead though. I'm just being self-indulgent. No, it's fine. Like, it, I'm just so funny. <laughs> this, 
So I was thinking about this today. This is like another tangent. This is an episode of tangent. So just buckle the fuck up. Please. I was thinking about this today because you and I talk pretty much like at least every other day, if not like yeah, every, not day. every day. And what I love so much about this is that this gives us more times for us to hang out since you're still not on the West Coast yet. Um, yeah, this gives us our, yeah. like, our like little hangout time because we had this conversation before when me when we were in Atlanta. We were like, if the four of us, like your lovely fiance and my lovely fiance, and the two of us were like in the same space, we probably would be together all the time. So Yeah, it's just such a fun time. Like, yeah. we just get along really well mm-hmm. all together. So this is, like, as close as we can get until you being on the West Coast happens. But that's all that I wanted to say. But I'm... It's just so nice. It's so sweet. I, I know. I know. It's so much fun. But um, I'm really, really looking forward to Let's Go, because I feel like at the beginning, when they announced it, people were like, oh, this is just a Pokemon Yellow remake on the Switch, which... It is. That's that's still mm-hmm. very true. But they're actually adding a lot of really great new things to it, and they're introducing new elements to it, and they're bringing in elements from Pokemon Sun and Moon, like having the Z moves and all that stuff in in the game, and having Mega Evolutions in it. So it's like a great um, culmination of the newer stuff in the newer Pokemon games, plus going back to the old stuff, which looks really fun, and I'm really excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. I think it's a really smart move to bring uh, people into Pokemon who have been playing Go on their phones mm-hmm. and be like, yo, hey, here's a good way to get into Pokemon that's like a, a gateway drug. Right. Um, and then maybe when, like, legit Pokemon, not le- that's not, that sounds dismissive, but, like, when, like, n- what we're used line, to as mainline, mainline Pokemon comes yeah. out on Switch, people will be more inclined to then make... It's like it's like them giving, like, trading wheels to real, yeah. like, to normal Pokemon. For sure. Um, yeah. Which is cool, because I think that's, like, I can enjoy that. Anyone can enjoy that. It's mm. good. <clears throat> um. So... I kind of set this episode up as kind of like a shit sandwich. So we talked about some really fun things, and then we have something really shitty in the middle, and then we can end on a really fun thing. Yes. So let's talk about Telltale. Let's let's, ta- let's, yell let's get into it. Let's just get into about it so we can knock it out. And Telltale. This sucks. And labor and unions. Um, we're going to talk about it here. If you want to hear, like, uh, I mean, me and DJ are smart beautiful people but um i would be remiss to not mention how incredibly uh more qualified and on point austin walker is to talk about labor issues on waypoint yes um and the waypoint episode this past monday i believe uh austin they they spent a lot of that episode talking about uh this issue and how it relates to uh labor um and labor issues and it's fucking great it's really good uh, so we'll talk about it here now, but if you are interested in like learning more about it from someone who I deeply respect when it comes to this sort of stuff in the gaming industry and just mm-hmm. labor issues in general, yeah. go listen to Waypoint and Austin Walker and uh, Patrick Klepek and Rob Zachney and Daniel Riendo and Natalie Walker all talk about it. If you're not listening to Waypoint Radio and you're listening to our show... Do yourself a favor and go mm-hmm. listen to Waypoint Radio. It is so smart and poignant and funny and good. Like, those people actually know things. Yes. We're just two people that love video games a lot and love to just talk to one another. This is a f- platform for us to bullshit and for people that want to listen to us bullshit. <clears throat> Waypoint is, like, 
what I hope one day DJ and I can have the credentials to even be. Um, yeah, seriously. Uh, like, yeah, if you want, like, really, if if me and DJ say, like, smart stuff, and you're like, that was smart, I like that, listen to Waypoint. Um, if you're here for us talking about butt stuff and weird shit and putting Genji shorts in our asses, you're going to find that here. That's definitely yeah, you're the, in the right place. place. You're in the right <laughs> you're place. You're in the right place. Um, but yeah, so if, if uh, uh, to catch people up, um, so I think it was on Friday, Telltale laid off, I think, 200 out of their 250 employees yes. um, without warning, without severance. I think they were going to maintain health care for a week, which is nothing. Um, a, and a week? Yeah, I believe healthcare was being maintained for a week after uh, firing. So by wow. a, a couple of days from now, their healthcare is gone. Um, mm. <clears throat> which they can, you know, sign up for Cobra, but Cobra's expensive as shit. Um, right. As a friend of actors who are on Cobra like all the time, it's it's not good. Um, yeah. So this is wild because from everything that you could like tell externally, Telltale was doing okay. Um, yeah. very critically well acra- uh, well acclaimed. Their Batman series was doing really well. They had a bunch of major IPs they were making games for. They were working on a Stranger Things game. Uh, Walking Dead season four just dropped episode two yesterday. Yeah. Um, they were hiring people like last week. Like somebody moved cross country to relocate for that job last yeah. week, from what I was reading. Wow. Um, which makes me think HR didn't know this was coming as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as someone who has worked at startups and smaller companies, uh, when a company is going to go down, when there's going to be a layoff, it's not like something that nobody knows. People right. at the top know. Hmm. So, and and this is this is the thing that's that's upsetting and sucks about this. So. Obviously, Telltale was running into a financial situation where they needed to like turn the boat around, make more money, whatever. When you find yourself in that situation as a company, you need to run the books and budget out, okay, hey, if we can't do this, we need to shut down with enough money left in the bank to pay everybody's severance. Yeah. Let's give everybody a month or three months of paycheck if this happens, which is a lot of money. Yeah. That's not a small sum, especially for 225 people, sure. but that's what you do. That's what yeah. you should do. A lot of companies don't do it, but that's what you should do because telltale is based in San Francisco where rent is insane. DJ can speak to that. Yeah. Um, one of, so actually my, uh, my writer for the dream daddy comic that I'm on, he worked there. He moved from LA to the Bay area to go work at telltale. And he has now lost his job at telltale. I mean, there is, there were enough people at telltale that were working paycheck to paycheck. And even if you get a job the next day, even if one of the other game studios picks you up immediately, it still often takes like a month to get your first paycheck. Right. Like you're still in a really bad way. At minimum so, three, at the very soonest, three weeks from your date of hire, from your start. Minimum. Date. Because as soon as you're going to get a paycheck is two weeks into your job and yep. you're not going to get a job. Like the soonest will start that if that week is going to be three weeks. Minimum. There are no sign. So, like there are like very few companies that do signing bonuses. And in games, I haven't 
heard of anyone ever getting a job in games and getting a signing bonus up front. No, it never happens. If you get a signing bonus, usually it's going to be options. Like you're going to get stock right. options right. for the company. Right. You're not usually right. going to get just straight up cash. Um, or if you get a signing bonus, it'll be a percentage of your salary that's dispersed to you over a year or six months. Right. Exactly. Um, it's not up front. Um, unless yeah. they're going to relocate you, you're not getting money up front. Um, yeah. So obviously people knew about this at some level and could have cut that cord earlier and protected their employees. But instead of doing that, and, and who knows, maybe those people in some sort of like weird good faith were like, yo, maybe Walking Dead 4 will do the crazy numbers we need it to, and we won't have to shut down as a studio, and let's hold on to the dream. But what they were doing, if that was the case, is then gambling at the expense of their employees and not at the expense of themselves, which is what you see constantly. Right. Patrick Klepek talks about this a little bit in the Waypoint um, episode, but like you see this constantly in in uh, startups and in, in businesses, especially in games, and Absolutely. that's negligent. That is straight up negligent. It is so 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 shitty because I guarantee you, no one at like the fucking like seed list level or like high top tier level at Telltale is hurting from this. No, not at all. Like, they might be, like, making a little bit less money. But, like, no one's, like, in a really bad way, I'm sure. I'd be surprised. I'd love to read that fucking story if that's the case. Yep. I would love to But these that. 225 people that got laid off, it's a mess. And, and what it underlines is there needs to be unions in video games. There has like, to be. And people get really up their ass and upset about unions. Well, it's like, hey, if companies didn't take advantage of the laborers, of the workers that make this stuff possible, we wouldn't need it. Exactly. But because they do, and there's no safety net for the workers, yeah, man, no, nah, unions are a pain in the ass. Unions are annoying. As an actor who has worked on union shoots that are SAG-AFTRA, like, there's shit, like, as a person who is being protected by some of those union things, SAG-AFTRA is real, real hardcore about, like, cool, we've hit this time, we gotta take a break, we gotta stop. And I might be in the middle of, like, no, I'm, like, really feeling this right now. Like, you're in the moment, like, you're in your scene, you're doing a scene, yes. and, like, you've, like, hit, really hit your stride, like, you're, like, into the character. Like, and you want that, you want that, like, you want that another take. Yeah. You want another take while you're still, like, in that moment. And it's like, yo, no, we we gotta take 15, yeah. we gotta take 30, yeah. otherwise we're in violation, we get right. fined, etc. Right. That shit sometimes can be annoying, but it's also there to protect you, because if it's not, as someone who's also worked non-union shoots, you'll work for eight hours straight. Yeah. No with breaks. Nothing. nothing. With no, nothing. No lunch, no nothing. Just like... And you'll get paid shit. Yeah. And in, like, we're in America, so, like, being in a country that doesn't have, like, single-payer healthcare or, like, universal healthcare or anything like that, it's, like, we need things like unions to protect people so that they can have some sort of quality of life so that they can take care of themselves and all of these things. So, like, again, another conversation to be had on another day where there's less alcohol involved. But, (laughs) like, this... Like, this stuff is hard. Like, games need unions. And I had mentioned something about this on Twitter briefly. Like, stuff like this, like, from a company that was so well-respected and 
from you know from the outside looking in was doing really well or doing pretty well because mm-hmm. they had all these great IPs, which has lots of money behind them because they have major studios behind these behind these IPs. Like, it's hard for someone that like wants to either work in that industry or even on a freelance basis to want to like get in there. It's like, d- would it be better to work a job that you hate but is job security? Like, you know that job isn't going anywhere. Like, it's, like, a retail job or something like that. So, like, it's hard. So I get... And, like, and, and especially with games being, like, a super competitive field to get into. Because everyone want, wants to work in games. Anyone Absolutely. that Everyone that yeah. has ever played a video game. Like, not everyone necessarily, but a lot of people are like, man, I really love video games. I would love to work in them. It's hard to get a job, especially if you're in the Bay. And this, mm-hmm. like, having lived in the Bay Area since 2012, like, it is so competitive here. And from 2012 to today, the cost of living has doubled or even tripled in some areas. And the salaries have not increased with these increasing rent prices that are here in the Bay Area. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a moment in my life where I haven't wanted to in some way work in the game industry or adjacent to it. But when I see shit like this, like, I don't want to... It makes me not want to work for a studio or a games company. Yeah. Like, I could still work as a games journalist or a consultant, which is like a, a logical a logical progression that you go to from a games. It's wild. This whole industry, which this has always been weird to me, where it's like if you're a games journalist, it's not uncommon, especially if you make a name for yourself, to become a consultant. Right. Where they bring you in during development to be like, "Yo, what do we need to change here to get like a better Metacritic score? Like, right. what are the things that you're seeing in this game?" that we need to change to get a better Metacritic score I have so that we can get better that. bonuses. Yeah. And it's a, like, it's a really, to me, interesting job. Yeah. But that's wild to me. But that's like, because the reason why that still appeals to me is just like, yeah, because I'm not at the mercy of a fucking studio. Right. Like, if I was going to work in games, I don't know if I'd want to go somewhere that's like not like Blizzard, who is incredibly stable. Right. Or uh, Nintendo, who is incredibly stable. Um, working for like a actual developer Sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And, and, and that sucks. And it's a constant, like, in the back of your mind, thinking, like, I could lose my job at any moment. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that isn't necessarily only specific to games only. Like, in any job, you could be like, I could not have a job tomorrow in any field. But I think there are clearly more, there are clearly other jobs and professions to where... It's like, oh, this is job security. That's not going anywhere anytime soon. And with games, it's like it's it's hard. Like, I'd like, and it doesn't make sense with how expensive games are to make and how much money there is in this, in this industry. It it's it's wild to me that things like this happen. There, there is a reason why TVs and movies have unions, like. There is a reason why, and there is a reason why, um, as an actor, once you hit, like, even, like, pretty low, like, once you hit a sort of moment of working on gigs, and, you be- and like, you become SAG-AFTRA-eligible, mm-hmm. and you have the money to pay your dues, which aren't super cheap, but, like, to pay your dues to be SAG-AFTRA, you do it. Yep. 
because a it makes you eligible for union jobs and b it's like it's a guarantee that when you go to work on whoever's fucking movie whether it's a a tv show whether it's a movie that has a really small budget like you are guaranteed certain things like when i go do um i've lately been able to go do what's called loop work which is voice acting but it's um it's a like a I I think the last one I did was like a Hallmark movie, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're watching that Hallmark movie and like the characters are like in the foreground, there's like maybe they're walking through a park and they're passing like other extras in the scene. There is there is like noise. There is chatter. There are voices. And that's what looping's all about. Mm-hmm. Every background thing, like they could use canned noises, but it is actually really, really wild how if you use canned stuff, especially stuff that repeats, people notice it and yeah. it's really unnatural and mm-hmm. it takes you out of it. Yep. So that stuff for most productions gets actually recorded like bespoke for each production. Mm-hmm. So I've had the chance to do that and it's uh, I've done it where it's union. And what's great is just like, yo, cool. I know when I go to this job, whether it takes two hours or four hours or it takes the whole day, I'm going to get paid like uh, low budget SAG after rates. Like yeah. I know exactly walking into that job because there is get? a fucking there is a table that says, hey, if you do a low budget SAG after job, you're going to get paid this yeah. for your day. Yeah. No matter what happens on that day, you're going to pay this. Yeah. And that's dope. Because you know you're guaranteed something. As someone, especially if I was a full-time actor who's working like gig to gig to gig, you need to know that. As opposed to working on stuff that's non-union where it's just like a total crapshoot where you're getting paid. You have no fucking idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if you're told up front, I can't tell you how many times it's like, oh, yes, you got to make this for this. And then you get there, and then you don't get paid for forever. And when you get paid, it's not what they said you get paid for. Mm -hmm. And then you have to fight for it. And it's a whole fucking mess. It's a whole mess. So it is important that we protect people making these things that we love to do and we love to play. And when this leads me to my next thing is like, what is so infuriating about this is gamers are so shitty and entitled that you get stuff like, uh, there's a post on Did you Steam. See that? Did you see that, 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 that tweet with the Steam post? Yes, yes, where they were just like, oh, oh, if the people who who like work on this really cared about the fans and really cared about the story, they would They'd just do for it for free. free and finish it. Modders work for free and like so much stuff. Yes, yes, modders work for free. You know what, motherfucker? Modders should get paid. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know what? With Steam, when you make shit on Steam, when people make shit for TF2, when people make shit for Dota, you get some compensation. Right. Like, even if it's like fucking Steam Bucks, you get some compensation, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like, and, and like looking at like a, a like, okay, Dota is a good example. Dota was a mod for Warcraft 3. Literally a mod that just took all the champions and it made it a team battle thing versus champions. And then it becomes Dota. Yeah. And Dota is now one of the biggest, if not the biggest esport in the entire world right when they have ti every year just ti not all the other uh, uh uh tournaments that happen ti last year had a fucking like or this year rather had like a 25 a 25 million 26 million dollar pot wow that was split up amongst like the top like i don't know whatever five or ten teams wow. but still like if you win dota most of those team members walk away with like a mill and That's that crazy. pot 
is fueled by people who pay for Dota's free to play. But you can pay for the compendium, and a lot of people do who are super into it. And that's a game that was birthed by someone who modded Warcraft 3. Yeah. And that person works on Dota. Like, they're getting some dues from that. Modders, when you make shit like that, that gets, like, turned into a real legitimate game? Yeah. If you want to have a passion project, that's also your choice. You probably have a day job while you're doing that. Exactly. Either you're in a position where you're privileged enough to not have to have a day job, so you can spend all your time making that. your mod. That. 100%. Or... You're so in love with doing this thing that you do it on top of your day job. But I guarantee you, you wish you'd get paid for it. Yeah. So when someone tries to come up and be like, if, you'd really, if you really cared about the gamers, or if you really cared about your art, you'd just finish it for free. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck, I want to know, know what that person does for a living. Yeah. And then ask them to do it for free. Yeah, you do that for free. How about that? Like, do that for free. That comes from like a, like a position of privilege, like you were saying, and like... There's so many factors involved with, like, being able to take on doing something that you're very passionate about. It's about having the time, having the tools, having the access, having the capital to be able to support yourself, to be in a position to have the time to be able to do that. And it just, oh my god, like, stuff like that just really, really just, like, aggravates the living shit out of me. And I hate that. It's like, I mean, as two it's, as two people who are very uh, passionate creatives, like I'm sorry, but we hustle. Yeah, like like speaking for me, and I know DJ can like relate to this. Like, I have a full time job. Mm-hmm. I'm at a job forty hours a week. I got a full time job. Mm-hmm. I perform live at a theater most weeks, at least a couple shows. Which those shows are two hours each. And between travel time and being there for call and being there after, that's probably like another eight to ten hours mm-hmm. a week. I release two podcasts every week, which is at least two hours of recording and yeah. another hour of editing and producing yeah. every week. I do all of that on top of my 40 hours because that's shit that I love to do mm-hmm. and I care about it. But I guarantee you, if you wanted to fucking give us money on a Patreon, if you wanted to pay me to do this full time instead of that other shit that I do... Yes, I would take that because that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this isn't like a "Hey, pay us." It's like, no, it's not. It's an endorsement or anything like that. But no, it's exactly that. Like, I work part time. I'm in a position that I only have to work part time at a day job to make money to make ends meet. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm busting my ass in comics. That's what mm-hmm. I'm doing when I'm not when I'm not here and I'm trying to like budget all of that money so I can hold on to it so that I don't have to work at that, at that job full time. I can work there part time and still make enough to pay rent and enough to have money to cover bills and have money as well to be able to pay people that I work with and collaborate with in comics. Like this stuff is hard and I love it. And I'm happy that I'm in a position to be able to, do the things I'm doing. I'm happy that I have a fiance that supports me and in and this, and we can make this situation work. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, push come to shove. If I had to like take on less stuff in comics because I have bills to pay and like bills to pay and food to put on the table and all that stuff, I'd have to do it. And yes. would I, and would I still 
come home from work and bust my ass to try to make get as much comic work done as possible to meet up with you and record this podcast and make this happen every week? Absolutely, because I care about it. And it's this stuff isn't easy and and it sucks that people think that they're entitled to have something and that the people that are making it like need to do it for free in order to show that they care or something like that it, it it's wild to me like, in in creators in my, in my experience creators already feel bad enough like i know for dj and i uh we were doing Magical Boys for a long time every other week. Yeah. Because schedule-wise, we couldn't support it weekly. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say a lot has changed. changed? No. Yeah. But we decided, um, especially I think we saw the, um, like, shout out to the Discord. We saw the enthusiasm and the dedication and the outpouring of, like, love and appreciation when we opened up the Discord to make that space for people that like me and DJ like sat down and we're like, Hey, let's try to go weekly. Mm-hmm. Like we, we really want to have more content for our listeners mm-hmm. and the people who are enjoy our show, Absolutely. our show. And it's not like I got less busy. Yeah. If anything, I got more busy. If yeah. anything, DJ got more busy, yeah. but we were just like, okay, cool. Like I know for me, my Monday, usually I'm recording or editing a podcast after work. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, I'm either recording or editing a podcast after work, whether it's it's this one or the one I do with uh, with Ed and Tom. Wednesday is like the first free night I usually have a week. Thursday is often a show at the theater. Friday, Saturday, those are all days that are frequently a show. Like, my evenings are fucking booked up. But we decided to do this thing because we yeah. loved it. Yeah. And we want to do it. Yeah. And that's that's such a big difference and even then and i can't speak for dj but for me like i still feel privileged in the position that i'm in oh absolutely no like you can speak for me and then i agree i i i think about this is something that i think about a lot and especially there's a lot of cop like this is another tangent um especially in comics like it's a conversation that we have a lot um uh like it's a conversation that that i've had that people that kiss uh, chris kindred have had uh, Jen Bartel and other people that are in comics that are doing their thing, talking about like being being upfront and being honest about like how we're able to make this happen, and mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like I've you know I've been in positions to where I've been able to take time off and focus on on like comics career for a while, and that money dried up. So what did I have to do? Go back to work that didn't change the amount of work that I had coming in in terms of comics. And every time that I, every time that I talk about this, cause I had coworkers at my day job that asked me like, Oh, so like, what are you doing? And what are you working on? And I'm like, I'm so busy. Like when I'm not here, like when it's time for me to clock out at that job, I'm like, I have to go because I have a whole nother life and career outside of this place that mm-hmm. I need to dedicate as much time as I can to. And I'm happy to have that problem. I'm happy for that to be. I'm privileged to have that problem. Mm-hmm. Like this, like I do not take for granted the opportunities that have been put in front of me and the people that have helped me get to this point. Like, yes, yes. It's, I mean, 
I didn't do all of this by myself. I've had, I've have support from my fiance. I have support mm-hmm. from my family. I have friends that are in the industry that have like stuck their necks out for me and have like, you need to talk to him. You need to work with him. I've, I have people helping me in different facets of this career and balancing both making money so that I know for a fact that one, I have health insurance and two, that Fuck. I can pay <laughs> that I can pay these bills every month that I can pay that I can pay that raggedy bitch rent every month when she comes knocking on my door asking me for a large amount of money every month like that raggedy bitch don't go away I can't even tell you I can't even tell you and and this this is just like this is just another reason why like fucking healthcare in America is broken so many times when I've thought about like changing jobs or like trying to go after my dreams more they're still working but like focusing on the stuff I really want to do it's not as much. It's not so much the pay as it is the healthcare. Yeah. Like it really having stable, especially having a a, a partner who has a lot of health issues right now. Mm-hmm. Like I can't get that shit up. Yeah. And 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 I feel the same way, DJ. Where it's just like I feel privileged. Yeah. Like I I get to do a day job that I don't hate. Yeah. Don't. It's not what I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. but it pays the bills. Yeah. It pays me well enough that I don't have to have a second fucking job. Right. And I get to go do stuff I love at night. I have a community that is there to support it and uh, and an infrastructure to do shows and get up in front of audiences. And that's all amazing. And then I also have this time with you and crazy enough, people fucking listen to it. So I feel even more spurred on to like record more. Mm -hmm. And even, but even then it's like when we miss an episode, especially now going weekly, I feel bad. Yeah. No, I feel bad. Absolutely. It is ten thirty. It was when we started. It's now midnight, but it was ten thirty East Coast for me. Like it is very easy at that point, especially with the work in the morning, to be like, "Yo, let's just not like record mm. this week because it's late." But like, I want to put shit out because I have a fun time doing it. I have yeah. a fun time getting the reactions of people to listen. Mm-hmm. And and this this part of this fucking discussion isn't too. Like tutor, her, like tutor our own horn, yeah. jerk ourselves off, talk about how good and hard we work. It's not that stuff. It's like what DJ was saying. It's, I think it's really important to be real and be honest about the sacrifices and the time and the effort it takes to do this stuff and to create this content. And when I see people who are just consuming, who only give a fuck about getting the next episode of The Walking Dead. Or only give a fuck about the next episode of a podcast coming out. Or only give a fuck about just, like, taking. And when that isn't there, they are livid with the creators. And they are upset. And they're rioting. And they feel betrayed. It is the shittiest. Like, we are, we already feel bad. Yeah. It is the shittiest thing to do to people who are creating a thing that you love and you're passionate about. It is the shittiest thing to do to them to make them feel even worse by acting entitled and being a shithead as opposed to understanding, hey, this thing I consume has a human on the other end who puts in human hours, who doesn't maybe doesn't hang out with their friends or spend quality time with their significant other Mm -hmm. or do all of these normal things that you probably get to go do. Because they're busy and making the thing that you love to consume. So fucking chill the fuck out and remember that there is a human cost involved in creating the stuff you play and listen to and watch and consume. 
It is so important. Like, that's it at the end of the day. Like, there's a person on the end of that. Yes. And, like, they're not, these aren't robots at the end that make your favorite comics and games. And one day I'm sure it will be, but in the meantime. In the meantime, there's still people that are making this shit, that people that gotta eat, that have families and shit. Like, Mm -hmm. be cool. And just before we fucking put this one away, the 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 last straw. But besides Telltale being shitty all over, Telltale was like, "Hey, we have people talking to us. We're gonna try to like figure how to. We're gonna like finish uh, Walking Dead season four somehow." So here's the thing: Netflix, because Netflix had had Telltale was working on a Stranger Things series for them, mm-hmm. and it is one thing if Netflix is like, "Hey." we're going to seek a new studio out to do this. Yeah. Like we're going to have, that's great because it's a different, they're still making the thing they want to make. They'll get a new studio, whatever. When telltale is like, Hey, we're going to find a way to finish walking dead. Motherfucker. Before you spend a fucking cent on that, pay severance to your employees. Yeah. Like if, if telltale can go like, Hey, we've paid all of our employees, one month, three months severance, all 225 of them we fired. And now, with what we have left over, we are going to complete... We're going to hire some back just to complete Walking Dead. Okay, that's fine. Still fucking sucks. You're still shitty about it, but that's fine. But when you're talking about laying off all these people and then, and then finishing the series... Yeah. Like, and this is a term... Uh, if you're not familiar with the term scab... So scab is thing that comes up when um, when uh, when a union goes on strike, like there was the voice actors uh, guild right, strike a couple right. years back, right? That's why uh, that's why uh, oh, what's the fucking don't nod series? Life is strange. That's why life is life is strange two before the storm doesn't have Ashley Ashley Birch in it mm-hmm. because it was made during the voice actor guild strike right. and she wasn't going to go scab scab is when you uh, especially anytime really but especially during a strike if you go to work during a strike you're doing scab work because what you're doing is you're undermining the protections that the rest of the people that are union in your profession are trying to work to get you yeah because you're like you know what i gotta and i, I get it to some degree because like i gotta make my money for sure i understand mm-hmm. that but what you're doing is like, if everyone who worked in games, if every voice actor is like, hey, guys, you want voice acting in your games next year? Cool. None of us are going to do voice acting. So you're you're fucked. Right. So you need to negotiate with us what we're demanding. And if no one's crossing that line, it's much stronger because those games don't have voice actors. Yep. What happens is people cross that line. People who aren't union go do those jobs. All these things happen. You do scab work. And you might get yours, but you're completely fucking over the health and the future health of everyone who works in the industry. So when they're talking about, like, doing Walking Dead 3 and 4, I mean, even even if it's still technically a union job, even if there's not a strike going on, that's fucking scab work, dog. Yeah, it's it's not a good look. But, I mean, I mean... You gotta pay bills like the rest of us. I get it. Like you gotta pay bills too. So, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I mean, it's. I'll hard. be angry about it. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I'm angry about it, but also understand that your actions doing scab work are also a product of a incredibly broken system. system. Yeah. 
so it's not you. I mean, you're not helping. So yeah. thanks for not helping. I am going to be pissed about that. Yeah. But it's because it's such a broken system. Yeah. And we we just we we have to for all of our creative all of our creative mediums, but especially video games with what's happened with Telltale this week. We have to envision and understand. And again, they talked about this some of this on the waypoint where it's just like I don't need it used to be that like the busy season for video games was like Thanksgiving, yep. right? You'd have like Call of Duty, Battlefield, Assassin's Creed. You'd have like four or five, six big AAA titles that came out around Thanksgiving, and then the rest of the year was kind of like up and down. Past couple of years, man, every year. fucking there's there's too All many year. games, too many games, and on, honestly, they're they're cannibalizing each other. You can look at um Red Dead Redemption's release date. Every fucking game move their release date to get the fuck away from that game because yeah. everyone knows that game is an asteroid. That game is going to leave a massive crater that's going to sell like crazy, yeah. and no one wanted to fucking Who, die in the shadow of no it. No one can compete with that. No one can. No. And the thing is, it's like I don't need EA or Ubi or Square Enix or whoever to release eight, ten AAA titles in one year. Release two. Yeah, I don't care. Like, release two and take the time to not make your employees do crunch, work overtime constantly, make them get paid. Like, just, just, it, it, people act like it's not possible. It is. We just have to, like, ask some hard questions and try doing it a different way that actually puts the employees first versus making games come out in quarters to make shareholders happy when we do the quarterly earnings mm-hmm. review calls. Like that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And also vote for the love of God. <laughs> yes. For the love of God vote. If you're not because, registered to vote in the midterms, make sure that you're registered. Make sure that you know where your polling place yes. is. If Today was moved, national register to vote day. If you've like, moved, please. like if you've moved recently, like make sure that you update your vote, your polling places and all that stuff. Like, like, now is not the time to like not vote. Every vote fucking matters. Every fucking vote counts. Look at what happened in 2016. Every fucking single vote matters. So, and you you vote yes. however the fuck you want. I obviously I obviously have my opinions, but just fucking. I, I I I will say, think about your vote and use it wisely. Maybe you don't like the Republicans. Maybe you don't like the Democrats. Maybe you have your issues on the other side. Maybe you like this independent who's getting like two, who has like two percent of the poll. Vote for those people if you want to. Vote for the independent. That's fine. But also, like, think about where your vote could help. Think about like what might be the best option for not just you, but for everybody mm-hmm. involved. And it is it is your right to vote for you. But think about it. also think about how it affects the rest of the comp- country, how it affects the next the next uh, uh, Supreme Court justice and, nomination, and, and those effects will last a lifetime. Oh, fucking a Supreme Court justice job- nomination is like fifty years of effects. Yeah, like it'll last like, generations. So, if you voted in twenty eighteen and you were not thinking about the possibility of Roe versus Wade being overturned, you weren't thinking. Like I'll I'll be straight. Sorry. Like yeah. if you weren't thinking about the fact that like yo a lot of justices are old and there's probably some seats that are getting replaced. If you weren't thinking about that, you weren't thinking. Yeah. Yep. So just think about that and uh, let's move on. And after that, we will wrap up the show. Um, so let's wrap it up with something fun. 
that's been Ooh, hitting the fun. that's been hitting Damn. the internet. Fucky. Yeah, it's fun, fucky, horny, all those words that, you, that we all like to use very much. So, ever since Nintendo revealed that we're getting an getting a port of new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe uh-huh. on Switch, they've added a new item, a new crown that basically turns Toadette into Peachette, which is Peach with some weird mm-hmm. pigtails. So the internet has taken that crown that they get and put it on Bowser. Thus, I'm Bowsette. Bowsette. I have a, I have a couple. Qu- so I just wanna I wanna attribute this correctly. So uh, Twitter user uh, ayyk92 made a little comic that was basically the end of Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. which is where uh, uh, Bowser and Mario are both trying to be like, yo, Peach, we love you. And Peach is like, fuck y'all, no, I'm going to go travel and look uh, uh, fabulous in like 10 billion different outfits that come out the Oscars. Um, and when Mario and Bowser are sort of commiserating together, Bowser pulls out the crown, they shouldn't Wii you. And the next thing is uh, Bowser as Bowsette. Which is like a billion different shades of like intense mm-hmm. um, in questions. Uh, one thing I will say, Bowsette doesn't make. It's not gonna come. I know it's not gonna go back. It's not gonna go back in the fucking box. Mm-hmm. Bowsette does not make fucking sense as the name because Peachette is a mixture of Toadette and Peach. So why would Bowsette? Why would it be Bowsette? It it wouldn't be. It would be like Powser or Beach. Yeah. Like it would be some yeah. sort of like mixture. But Bowsette's taken on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. It's now it's now extended to like really literally anything in the Mario universe. So as a uh, what I would term as a, a, a Gajinka, which Gajinka, if you're not familiar with it, it was really popular for Pokemon mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. where it's usually a uh, a human version of said thing, usually a cute girl human version of said thing. Yeah. Um, so if we're going to talk about Bowsette as a Gajinka of Bowser, um, and Chompette and all of those, then yeah, for sure. I, that naming convention totally works if we're just talking about Mario Jinkas, and that's fine. Yep. Um, but Bowsette made the internet lose its shit. Bowsette was everywhere. Bowsette was horny as hell, and I am so into it. <laughs> I'm into it too, but you want to know what I'm not into? I'm not. Oh, please go off. I am not I'm ready into... for this. I'm, I, I posted this on my private Twitter account, and I was like, look at all of these really basic, uninspired Bowsette drawings. They are good drawings, mind you. They are not, the drawings yes. themselves are not bad. But they are Well, some so, of them are, but let's <laughs> are, But, like, they are so uninspired. I'm like, oh, Princess Peach with Bowser horns in, with her, with her hair tied up in a ponytail, in a black dress. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Well, and it's, I think like I I I get uh God I wish I could find the Twitter user that I follow that said this so I can attribute it to them correctly. It's uh, I can't remember their their Twitter ID, but they're a they're a prominent um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime Twitter yeah. account, yeah. Um, and they're really good. And they had a really uh, to me like a really interesting and very accurate post that was like. And part of what I think leads into like what you're talking about about being very uninspired is there's almost a very clear delineation between Bowsette for straight dudes 
and Bowsette for like the LGBTQ community. Oh yeah. Which like Bowsette for straight dudes is consistently there is a sort of like sort of agreed head canon fandom canonical design for Bowsette that is really just like peach with horns and huge titties in a sort of like gothy BDSM-ish like princess outfit. And a Bowser tail. And a Bowser tail. And that's fine. It's fine. That's I mean I it's horny, I get it. I've seen I'm, very good I'm drawings a, of that. I'm not opposed to it yeah. at all. It's fine. Whatever. Um whereas the LGBTQ community, if you look at their reaction to it and the art, it's like strong, muscular, fucking crush you monster girlfriend. Yeah. And that's like the appealing thing. And it, it is funny because it's just like such a really, really, really clear delineation Absolutely. between the two groups and the things that they're into. Um, and I find one of those to be, while horny and I can enjoy it, boring. Yeah. Good drawing. Compared to just boring. Really good interpretations, which is why, like, as much as like Bowsette, I think what's been really cool about the whole thing is all of the other, like, ideas. Like, uh, Chompette. Chompette and has been... All the Chompette designs have been so good and really uh, fun. And they're so kind of, like, crazy and, like, ridiculous looking. Um, there's a really, really, really good uh, Taito Alba, uh, which is at underscore Taito, T-Y-T-O underscore Alba, A-L-B-A, did a bullet billet that is fucking so good. It's like so cute and so well done. Um, there's Booette that I've seen. The Booette one that's I've seen. Very, it's very, very good. good. I've seen one that's like been like very horny, which the horny one was really good. But uh, I've seen ones that are very like like a gothic Lolita one and that I really, really liked. But yeah, I, I've, there were some really I good stand Booette. Yeah. Um, Bob-omb yet. Uh, bob mm-hmm. There's been, uh, I've seen goomba That's really I saw a really cute goomba and I was like, I love her. <laughs> it's so good. Tyson Hess did it like a Shy guy at that's really just a Shy guy with a fucking crown and heels on and it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, it is, it is a very, I'm like, a, I'm very happy that it's a thing because these takes on Peach aren't new. No. Like, I, I'm trying to find the original art. Um, one of my friends, uh, Manzi, did a cosplay of it like a while back, but someone drew like, yo, here's like a real like fucking nasty, sexy peach. If she was basically like with Bowser. Yeah. Like if Mario was a nuisance and she was with Bowser, here it is. She posted it recently on Instagram. It's actually her most recent post on Instagram. Um, let me see if I can find her on Twitter though. Um, and it's really like real, like nasty, sexy art of a, uh, like Bowser variant of mm-hmm, peach. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's a thing that's been around for like a mo. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I'm glad that like the entire internet lost their minds about it and got too horny. <laughs> it's a raspberry, rasp. Oh, yeah. Berry uh, art. Raspberry, yeah. 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 No, I love him and we're, we're friends on Twitter. Aria- he works at Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. R A S P B E A R Y art. Yeah. He, he uh, works at, for Blizzard now and he works on, I believe, uh, Heroes of the, St- not Heroes of the Storm, but, uh, I think, no, I actually think Heroes of the Storm and uh, Hearthstone or something. But yeah, it's good. That's good. I love his. And did you, I love that. Yes. And did you, I just sent you my friend's cosplay of it's it. Good. And it's very it's good. It's real good. Um, and his original art is very good and I think very reminiscent. He also did a really good Shy Guy. And um, who's the. Who's the. Who's the Mario Koopa kid who has the wand? Oh. And like the wizard hat and shit? Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. 
Kamek. 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 He did a really good uh, Kamekat, basically, which sounds like Kamekat. Um, and so I'm like, I'm loving that this is my entire feed, and a lot of people are confused about it. <laughs> yeah. I love seeing people being confused, like, what's happening? And I'm like, you fucking deal with it. <laughs> it's amazing. But, um, yeah, um, that's putting us right at our ideal time for our episode from having this conversation. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna do a quick check just to see from our Discord. I know people had, if there's any questions here. So we, we addressed Telltale, which was requested. Um, oh, someone asked us to talk about both DJ and I got the new iPhone XS Max, which is a terrible name. Yeah, um, iPhone XS Max is the official name of it, but like it's... 10, 10, yeah. It's, du- it's a dumb name, but all I wanted from the iPhone 10 was it to be this, a big uh, was, iPhone 10 was a big iPhone 10 and yeah. it's that with a better camera better better processor better battery life it's all i wanted and i got it and the, i love it. and and i'll say like in a lot of ways it really doesn't feel like a big difference from the x besides being bigger which is what i wanted yeah. um the low light picture capabilities on so it are wild so low light good. photos are so good mm-hmm. much better than before um the ability i don't know if they I don't think they put this on the previous phones via software, but the ability to take a photo in portrait mode and then change the, the depth, uh, of, field. Yeah. The depth of field on it, the bokeh, yeah. that's really it's fucking really cool. Um, that, yeah, that feature is real dope. Um, but, you know, honestly, we're getting to a point with cell phones where at least cell phones from Apple and the Pixel phones from Google, they're both so good. Yeah. Like both of them take the pixel camera is the pixel camera actually tends to be more detailed than the Apple camera. Mm-hmm. Um, though sometimes like I don't love the way that looks actually compared to Apple being a little bit softer yeah. and a little bit more vibrant. Um, but they both take great photos. They both do so much good shit. Like either way you go, you're going to get a good fucking phone. Right. And no matter what, like you're getting the fucking phone to go on fucking Facebook and Instagram and text people and send shitty memes yes. anyway. It's all a preference of, like, what operating system you like. Yes, the reason why I go Apple is because I like to use iMessage on my my Mac Mac laptop, so I don't have to use my phone to talk to people that way. Um, They do tend to get, uh, I think apps tend to be slightly better designed on Mac, personally. Um, They tend to get stuff sooner, like a lot of the Nintendo games that come out on phones come out on iPhone first. Um, I like the OS. I like certain things about the OS a little bit better. Um, the, honestly, the number one thing, uh, they added Google, Google Maps to CarPlay, which was like one of the things I really wanted. I know you really wanted that for a while. Uh, and they did it, so I'm happy. The, honestly, the they'll never. I don't think they'll ever do it. The only thing I really want now for my iPhone is, I think Siri is trash. Oh, it's not. Um, especially compared to Google Assistant. And so I can say, hey, Siri, please don't activate. Good, thank you. Um, <laughs> I can say that and like get Siri, but I can't say "Okay, Google" unless I have Google Assistant open. Mm-hmm. And so, if somehow Apple would make it so I could just say "Okay, Google," when my phone isn't in that app, so I could use Google Assistant yeah. without having it open, right. I would be in heaven. That'd be perfect. I will say, uh, Face ID works way better, so much better, it's way better, way because I really hated Face ID on my X, like. I felt like it was really, really bad at actually unlocking. And finally, to me at least, Face ID works like how they advertise. We're like, I don't even think about it. I just yeah. put my phone up. It's, un- it's unlocked, yeah. which 
was never the case before. So that's good. That was from K Throne who asked about that. Um uh Giant Monster said talk about what's hotter, Bowsette or Cacletta possessing Bowser? I don't know what Cacletta is. Cacletta is from one of the um I think the the oh. Mario Luigi games. Yeah, I'm not well versed enough to do this, but I would say uh, probably more in a Bowsette. Cacletta's like yeah, Cacletta has some hair issues. Cac- I don't like Cacletta. No, Bowsette's cuter. I don't know her. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really like her like that. So yeah, um, great character idea. Great, a great enemy for a Mario game, but not. Oh, this horny humanoid Bowser is real good. I'm going to retweet it so you can see it. There is a good. Someone posted a very good like Bowser Prince mm-hmm. that was very cute. Um, very, 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 very good. I'm looking to see if we have any other questions from our... Oh, okay. I'll go off on this real quick. We talked about a shit sandwich. Oh, I just like... Oh, I just saw the... Isn't pal- it good? Oh, my God. Isn't it good? Yes. It's... It's good. Ooh, it's good. That's a it's good... good. That's a it's good. It's very horny. It's good. Oh, boy. That's real horny. Um, not to ruin our shit sandwich, but people did ask about, um, the... Uh, won't go deep into it. Um, so there was a new trailer... For the new Harry Potter film, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, which should just be the, called, like, The Crimes of Johnny Depp, because um, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, that movie, J.K. Rowling, and also, uh, so the snake from the series, Nagini, they've revealed backstory where Nagini has, like, a human form. She was, I guess she was a shapeshifter, and the whole, like, plot thing is that, I guess she was cursed to stay in her snake form. Um, it's played by an Asian woman, and there's a lot of, like not great connotations going on there like jk rowling consistently is like really bad about racial shit because i get the impression she's like a white feminist and not intersectional at all also uh a turf from what i've read which sucks so also just like i'm sorry to be like oh yeah dumbledore was gay and then not have that in your books at all okay fine you didn't put it in your books whatsoever, but you're like, oh, let me, Dumbledore is gay. Let me, like, fucking placate you guys and diversity. You are in the middle of making a series that is a prequel series to Harry Potter where uh, I said series and Siri was like me. And I was like, no, fucking settle down. <laughs> um, like, you're in the middle of making Fantastic Beasts. The Crimes of Grindelwald specifically deals with Dumbledore and Grindelwald and, like, you're not going to address any of the gay shit that you said Dumbledore is and like the relationship with Grindelwald in this movie where you could, where you have the opportunity, like don't fucking give me the fucking lip service. Um, also that movie has Johnny Depp in it, who is a, not just accused, but a proven Fuck abuser off. and they could have gotten rid of him and they didn't. So, I really like the first Fantastic Beasts. I'm not saying I'm not going to, in some fashion, ideally without spending money to support it, watch the second movie. Yeah. Uh, but fuck, fuck that. Also, Colin Farrell was Johnny Depp's character all through Fantastic Beasts, and John and Colin Farrell is good and beautiful mm-hmm. and gorgeous. And then he transformed into a terrible fucking abusive Johnny Depp. And I'm like, they could have just made him turn to somebody else or back into Colin Farrell. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's fucking terrible. It's, it's really dumb. So, I like I like things about that fucking series, but they fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, and I think I think that's 
all the questions. I feel like someone asked a question about accents making you horny, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Are there any accents in media like Latin or Scottish that just get you fucking horned up immediately? Just a good, a good, solid British accent. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Same. Yep, just... Same. It's like sometimes a good Latin accent can do it. Oh, but yeah. like Just anything that's as... not my dumb American voice. I'm like, yep. <laughs> like as someone who's like, is Latino or Latinx? Like, it can, but it's not like the thing. But man, just like a good... If... <sighs> I think I like in a man is like very very stable, gonna take care of my messy ass. So like so when Hansan. you have that like, so yes, Hansan from ter- yes. So I am so attracted to Hansan from Terrace mm-hmm. House because he's just like, what's your life problem? What is this crisis you have? I'm gonna smoke a cigarette and calmly talk you through it and have a firm hand, mm-hmm. but not make you feel bad. I'm just gonna really direct you with good strong love. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like. That sort of stability and like confidence and guidance mixed with a good, stable British accent is just like fucks me up. Um, so if there's something that you would want to see that will that is like me, watch the um, the video series um, from uh, the channel uh, Pedro Like, which is a uh, which is like a, oh which my is an God. offshoot of uh, BuzzFeed. <sighs> Um, it's oh which God. Spanish accent is the sexiest? Part one and two. Um, the Ugh. the black girl that's in it is me. They just have all these different Latino boys, mm-hmm. like fucking talking in their native tongues and native dialects of Spanish, and it is like it's the hottest thing on the planet. It's and I'm I, and I'm not gonna say the Cuban boy is the best, but he's very good. Um, Mr. Venezuela. Mr. Venezuela is like, like he he is thick and just like has the beard and like good hair and I'm like I'm gonna get myself all excited thinking about it <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm, no and it, and the Cuban boy was good the Cuban boy did me proud everyone is but good all of them Mr. Are Venezuela fine. any one of them can take me out a date any one of them can DM me <laughs> so uh, that's uh, very good yeah so watch that but um that's that's it we're done. Do you have something else you want to say? You look like you have something you want to say. No, well, we have a couple more questions, but I'll save them for next save week. Save them for next week, yeah, because they're already at an um, hour. Yeah, we're already there, and it's it's twelve thirty. Yeah, and I'm just gonna work from home tomorrow. I'm gonna be like, yo, yeah, it's like not gonna be in the office. <laughs> not gonna be in the office. You can get me on the phone, um, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you so much for listening to us talk about Always. shit that sucks and shit that's good. Um, uh, <laughs> we really, really uh, love doing this show for you guys we love doing this show for each other because yeah. it's just fun for us as yeah, well absolutely um but we really love doing it for you guys and listening um we'll send out uh our discord's like fucking popping and it's it rad it is we have like and, a, like a hundred people in the discord which i'm like a hundred of y'all like listen to this show and yeah i was like how who why how yeah. um but we've got like we've got channels in there for people who watch anime gamers uh, we have a channel for pe- those people to fucking talk about television and it's mostly people talking about um uh jughead fucking riverdale yeah. um we have one that's just for overwatch so that people can share their plays of the game and team up and, and everything else um please come on by uh you know if you're queer and you're looking for a nerdy space um it's there for you if you're um an ally and you're looking for a place to just like 
join us and be a good ally um, and listen and learn and have a good time. It's there for you. Uh, we'll throw up a link um, mm-hmm. tomorrow slash it'll be the day that you listen to this on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always usually throw a link up that's open for like 12 hours. Yeah. So come on in and join us. Um, and just thank you so much for listening and like helping grow this really rad little queer nerdy community with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we love you all so much and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. We're done. That's it. It's a wrap. We're done. Forever. <laughs>